Okay, uh, thank you for being here this afternoon, uh, especially Hannah and Jason, who we'll be getting to in just a second here. Um, during uh, the actual discussion here, if you wouldn't mind keep your, keeping your mic muted and keeping your camera off, uh, if you want to drop a question in the chat, I'll try to keep an eye on that. You can also use the hand raise icon um, to cue yourself up uh, for the questions at the end. Uh, and uh, uh, after after we get done with the question answer portion, then I'll, I'll open it up, open the floor up, and then you guys can ask your questions. So uh, we have with us today a couple of our service advisors. We have Jason Van Buskirk out of Charlotte and Hannah Caldwell out of Columbus, and they've both been kind enough kind enough to spend some time with us today to give us some insight into what they do. Um, I plan on doing a whole series of these so that we can have some better visibility of what goes on out in the field and we can kind of see what other people in the company do outside of our own jobs. And so uh, we are gonna go ahead and get started. Um, what I would like to do first is just some quick introductions. So Jason and Hannah, if you guys would just give us uh, who you are, where you're at, uh, a little bit of your background, uh, tenure with Rush, that kind of thing. Hannah? All right, I will kick this off. Um, my name's Hannah. I am from Columbus, Ohio. I have been with Rush for four years. Well, it'll be four years in October. Um, I was scouted by one of the recruiters that uh, worked here at the time. Um, and I have been in the trucking industry for over 10 years now. Okay, Jason. Yeah, uh, I've been with Rush for be 10 years in August. Uh, I was actually not recruited, but I was a customer and I uh, oh. decided to make the leap. And uh, I started uh, in the industry in 96. Oh, all right. Well, um, let's uh, let's get into what you guys do. So um, I'll, I'll start with you, Hannah. What does a typical day in your position look like for you? So here in Columbus, we have two different service advisors. We uh, differentiate between our, our front counter advisors and then our uh, back counter advisors. Um, our front counter advisors are mostly the day-to-day, -day, the facial interaction uh, between our customers that come in, uh, that drop the units off. Uh, they do a lot of the answering the phone calls, um, cashing out cash tickets and picking up units. Our back advisors mostly manage the technical portion um, to the customer. So what I like to what I like to consider bridging the gap between the technician and the customer, meaning what are we doing to the truck and how does that convey to the customer? Mm -hmm. uh, what that entails is usually estimates, uh, calling customers, getting approvals maintaining dwell times um, and uh, technician times on uh, tickets. So we use the foreman dashboards in the back shop offices uh, quite frequently. And uh, closing out fleet tickets, POs, getting POs, uh, you know, following the ticket through to the end, uh, whether it's going to be paid out through the customer or it's going to warranty. Okay. Uh, Jason, is that pretty pretty similar to you? Is there any differences for for where things, you know, how things go on in Charlotte? A little bit of a different setup. Uh, okay. We basically got three three different counters here: our heavy duty counter, our medium duty counter, and our mobile counter. Obviously, mobile counter is in its own little room. They use phones. 
but uh, otherwise, uh, we split the, the work up between myself and my partner. I have uh, one other advisor that works the counter with me. And I primarily take care of customer service and, and she primarily takes care of the paperwork and one of us is off or needs some help, then we help each other out. Okay. Uh, what are the, what kind of challenges do you guys face on a regular basis? Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is a trucking company. This is a trucking business. There's so many different challenges that I'm sure everyone faces, especially now in this economy. Um, I, our front counter, you know, we deal with a lot of the drivers that drop off the trucks mostly. So we're, we fight getting right information, like the complaints of the issue or the truck and uh, information from the drivers that will allow us to move through the repairs quicker. Um, our back advisors, I would say probably, uh, you know, deciphering tech stories and uh, creating rapports with customers, you know, building that trust with your customers to keep them coming back is a long process. Um, you just got to keep working at those things um, and applying pressure to customers. I mean, if we have a truck that needs approval, we need to keep keep the foot on the pedal and, and get it going. Um, and then also if we're dealing with third party repair <clears throat> approval, uh, enterprise is a big one. Uh, any, any third party that requires a, approval outside of the actual owner is, is sometimes difficult. Yeah, Jason, what do you think? Uh, personally, I think my biggest challenge is, is good quality customer service balanced with daily tasks and as an advisor, there are a a lot of tasks. Uh, yeah, taking the time with the customer, uh, like Hannah said, building that rapport, having a conversation about the repairs, uh, going through all the details. It, sometimes it's tough when there's a lot of corporate, local, and and other requirements that, that we have to do throughout the day. <laughs> yeah, based on based on what y'all said so far, it sounds like it's it's a blend of very detailed systems, operationally oriented work, and then also very human facing. Uh, customer customer service being able to 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 keep people happy basically and get them get them what they need so is is that pretty accurate absolutely yeah yeah um so what are some things um if people know generally what a service advisor is what are some things about your job or about things that you deal with that people might not be aware of um that might happen behind the scenes that they don't know about um what might people not know about the jobs that you guys do well, for me personally, because I, I work in the back shop office, so I'm not at the front counter anymore. There's a lot of a, a, a juggling act that you have to manage the work coming in and the work going out, um, you know, finding that good balance between the two can be difficult. You know, you get a stack of turned in paperwork that, you know, they're done with and needs closed and then you have a a huge stack of estimates that need to be created so we can get work coming in. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just finding that that good in between and making sure your technicians have enough work to keep going is is sometimes overlooked. Hmm. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Jason, um, I would I would say dealing with with customer issues, whether they're actual or perceived, mm -hmm. and they come in 
a happy, hot, cussing, I'm uh, their enemy and they know it. <laughs> and just working working it out, smoothing things out. Uh, I'd say a lot of people don't see that unless you're in the room and you like my partner, or sometimes uh, one of our techs are walking through when a customer might come in. But uh, it's pretty much at the counter and it's, it's just us, the advisors. Yeah, uh, people generally aren't there because things are going well. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, what, what kind of not happy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what kind of things do y'all do in terms of customer service when you're dealing with with you know people that are are, are upset that are are frustrated? Well, I would say you know first thing is never take anything personal. This is business, mm. um, and you start out with the attitude that everybody that comes in is my best friend. And treat them like that, then things usually go much better. I would agree to that. I would agree to that. And and you never want to like put it back on the customer. You never want to want to re-escalate the whole situation either. Yeah. Um, what kinds of things? So with the idea that none of us do our work completely in isolation, while you know working with other parts of the company, working with other people, what kinds of things do uh, do other people do that support you that that help you do your job better and help you support your customers better? What kind of what kind of help and support do you get? Well, I would say, um, I mean, really, we all work together. None of us, like I said, are in a silo. Uh, we depend on on technicians for good stories, good notes. <laughs> Uh, uh, our foreman as far as uh, workflow, when things are going to be done, ETAs uh, on completed trucks so we can communicate that to the customer and really our, our back parts counter people, um, getting those parts ordered in a timely fashion, letting us know when they're going to be there, uh, giving us updates on, uh, on where the parts are at. Yeah, I would say you just took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, definitely rely on technicians, you know, um, a lot of people that start off in the this industry, I want to say, usually start off as an advisor um, and are very green. You know, they don't they don't know certain things. They don't know how to express that to the customer. And we rely on our technicians to help us convey that. So, so with that in mind, you know, that, that this being a common starting point for people, um, what a what do you wish, what do you know now that you wish you had known on day one uh, about doing your job? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to go over. <laughs> um, I would say how, how everything works together. Uh, if you can under, get a good understanding of how everything works together, then you're, you're a step ahead of the rest. Okay. I, w I would say just it's not easy. It's not a job that I think a person who can't be strong is is really cut out for. I think you have to have that confidence in yourself to, you know, face tough questions. You know, when is my truck going to be done? When are the parts going to be here? How fast can you get it done? Those types of things that, you know, sometimes other people don't get asked that. And you have you have to answer to it. And 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 delivering the bad news. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine it's probably not your favorite part of the job. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> having to do that. Oh no! Hey, this simple repair just turned into ten thousand dollars. 
so what what do you what do each of y'all feel is is are your your biggest strengths? What do you bring to this role? What makes you what makes you good at it? I I feel that I have the mentality of it needed to be done yesterday. <laughs> hmm. I I am definitely the type of person that if you hand me something, it's it's it needed to be done already. So mm-hmm. I think that helps out with, you know, our customers and, and delivering good customer services. You know, if you're going to tell a customer, you're going to call them back, call them back. They never like to be left on the hook like that. And um, unfortunately, it happens, you know, but I I think I definitely am result oriented and, and efficient. I, I want it done just as much as the customer does. And having an advocate in the shop for the customer goes a long way. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, I would say my strengths that I bring to the table are, are uh, level of organization and detail. Because uh, really, when reviewing tickets, making estimates, that, that's really necessary uh, mm. to keep it accurate. Okay. So, uh, with everything you deal with and you know in terms of customers in terms of all the processes and everything uh what part we'll start with the negative and then and then turn things around to the positive so what part of the job do you not really enjoy that much <laughs> what, what, what do you not look forward to <laughs> well uh delivering bad news for sure right, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then you know the unruly customers uh, whether they just don't trust dealerships shops in general mm-hmm. um, i think you're out to get them that's that's really tough to work through sometimes yeah. yeah yeah or when it comes back when a when a truck comes back and they're like it's not fixed or you know we didn't do something right the first time that's never a good good experience for a service advisor mm-hmm. yeah so uh to to turn things around now what what do you like about your job what do you really enjoy about it well going back to customers uh those customers that are long-term customers you know known by first name uh, they come in and talk about their families. Uh, those are people I really enjoy working with. Yeah. Yeah, you really do get to create relationships with everybody in your surrounding area over time, and then they they trust you, and they they trust that you're going to take care of them at the end of the day. Um, I I think also too, you know, there's no downtime in this industry. I mean, it's very fast paced. It's always going to be there. I mean, we need transportation to survive. So to deliver shipments, I mean, mm-hmm. you're 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 always going to have that, and you're always going to need to help them. Yeah. Um, I got a writing question uh, ahead of time, actually, that goes along with this. Uh, somebody asked if you could change one part of your job, what would it be? Add about uh, six more advisors. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> that is definitely definitely an issue. <laughs> yeah. So so multitasking is an essential part of part of this position, sure. I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> so um the next thing I'd like to ask you about is if you were gonna create a job description, create a job profile that someone would look at that would help them decide is this the right job for me or not, what would you say about the job? How would you describe it? <laughs> I would say uh, multitasking is is a necessity. Uh, people skills, good customer service, um, and 
in another sense, like two different uh, two different aspects, like Hannah was talking about with with their advisors. Uh, also, uh, being detail oriented, uh, understanding estimates, uh, being able to create reviews, the paperwork side of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I would I would say fast paced and very challenging. Um, mm. And of course, you want to have good customer service. I I would say at least have some sort of customer service experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the next thing I was going to ask y'all, y'all kind of touched on this already, but I'll see if you have anything to add. So if someone says, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to pick a position, I'm looking at service advisor, what advice would you give them coming into it in order for them to sort of be prepared mindset and also um, anything for them to work on um, to, to set themselves up for success? I would say don't take the job home and ah, be strong okay. and be confident. Mm. Uh, but yeah, and and the other thing is there's there's so many opportunities for growth. I've never yeah. been with a company that is so good at at promoting within. Oh, great, great, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a, I appreciate that answer because normally when you think in, uh, in terms of what's going to set you up for the position, you think in terms of hard skills or yeah. specific experience or things like that. But but I, I appreciate you pointing out not to not to take it home and to, I, I like that you've said it a couple times now, to, to be confident and be strong and, and, you know, be confident in your ability to do it. So yeah. um, that's good not to not not to leave that off the off the equation there. So, Jason, what do you have to add? I would say if if an individual has the opportunity, spend a week working with their service advisor behind the counter. You know, observe, see what's going on, see how things are being handled. You know, mm-hmm. understand what what's all involved with with just doing the job. Okay. So what uh, to try to you know end, end on a, uh, end end this part of it on on a more positive note? I'll ask you. What does a really good day look like for you when you go home and you think, okay, that was that went really well. I'm really proud of what I did today. What does that look like? Well, uh, everything just happening like it's supposed to. There's <laughs> drop off their trucks, no complaints. Uh, techs are getting jobs turned out. Uh, customers are paying their invoices. No arguing with anybody. Everything just runs. Yeah. Drops. yeah. I, I second that for sure. <laughs> if I can leave without any paperwork on my desk for the oh, next day, I, th- I think we're in good shape. How often does that happen? I I make it a goal every day for it not to happen. So, oh, okay. I, that, but that's me personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't always happen, but yeah, I do try. Um, so what, uh, you know, since you've got a pretty broad audience here, where there's people, corporate field, all kinds of positions, just kind of a sort of open question, like, what, what do you want to say about about the service advisors in our company about this position? What, what do you want people to know? Or what do, you, what do you want to say about it? It's a rewarding job, uh, if you can handle it. <laughs> if you can handle it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like helping people and and yeah, it's very rewarding, especially when when they bring it back and they they call you by your first name and they want to talk to you and you only. I mean, that's got to make you feel good. Great. All right. Um, So at this point, I'm going to go open it up to if anybody has any questions. Uh, So you can either drop something in the chat. Um, Feel free to to, if you want to raise your hand and get called on or just pipe up and 
<laughs> in the silence here. Feel free to feel free to ask uh, ask these guys whatever you want. Hey, y'all, I've got a I've got a question. Um, I know my little bit of time I spent on the front counter. I met a lot of interesting people, customers wise. That I'm sure y'all y'all said that as well. Any interesting customer stories that you have um, from being on the front counter that you can think of that are that are memorable that have stuck with you? My uh, my first actually my second week working for Rush at the front counter, I had back to back guys that told me they were not going to pay their invoice. Like they were standing in the lobby together in this Coke's conspiracy that they were just not going to pay their invoice. Didn't, didn't matter what it was. They weren't going to pay it. And I was like, wow, this is my second week. This is, <laughs> this is what I get for my second week. I'll never forget that. But did, did they end up paying their invoices? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, that was that was not a question. <laughs> if you want your truck, it's it's got to be paid, buddy. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Jason, you have a you got you got anything that's uh that's safe to share? <laughs> well, um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah. I have uh, one gentleman, he's a regular customer, and uh, back to building those relationships. Um, I even run into him occasionally outside of work, and, and he asks me how things are going, and uh, we'll chat a little bit. Less of a memorable experience, but more of a, an overall experience. Okay, yeah, so it's a memorable relationship, not exactly. necessarily a single moment. Okay, <laughs> great, great. Okay, what other questions do you all have? I have a question. Yeah. What what is the what is the challenge in training a new service advisor? What would you say is the biggest challenge? Let's say someone doesn't have a whole lot of experience. They got the customer service skills down, but besides that, that's what you get. <laughs> I would say. I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Jason. I, I usually start off slow, one thing at a time, uh, and, and build from there. Um, once we get the basics down, then we start building there to from from there to more more advanced uh, uh, tasks and uh, 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 training with uh, with new advisors. It, and it, it it's not quick. It does take a while. So, you know, being a front counter advisor, you're you're throwing a lot of things at once, and there's not a lot of back in the back scenes that you can really train for at that time. You know, you, you got the customer in front of you, you got the phones ringing, you got trucks waiting to be checked in. And I think it becomes overwhelming for a new advisor. And then on top of that, having the functionality of, I got a service connect and I got SAP and, and all these things are happening at once and it's hard especially as a new advisor, not to get defeated at that point. And I think those things are a challenge when you're training somebody to just, it's okay to take a take a moment and just breathe because every everybody's going to be there. The trucks are going to be there. 
they're they're not going anywhere you know just <laughs> taking that that time to step back and say okay what can i get to right right now what can i accomplish right now and then work your way down the list i think that's that's big how long just in, I, this is obviously going to vary but how long in general would you say it is when somebody starts this job uh, from from starting in their head spinning and not knowing what's going on to being able to kind of function and and not not be you know under the crushing weight of expectations and and be able to be able to to sort of function independently. How long, about how long does it take to to kind of get your feet under you? I would say three to six months. Okay. I was thinking the exact same thing, and oh, it's yeah. really going to depend on the individual too. Right. Yeah. Um, so we got a question in the chat from Dina, who is asking if there's more than one advisor in a shop, how do you all decide which customer to get? Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, uh, seriously, uh, um, my my partner and I, we, we split up the work. So I primarily take care of the customers and she primarily takes care of the paperwork. Um, so, so there's not really any debate or question. We just we have an understanding. We know what our our expectations from each other are, so we just go with it. Yeah, communication is always the key. Whether you're doing it while the customer knows, hey, I'm passing this to my other service advisor. He or she can take care of you from here on out. If you have any questions, this is my number. Feel free to reach out to me. I think I think just communicating is just just huge. All right. What other questions? Oh, and Dina says thumbs up. <laughs> okay, so it looks like that might be it for questions. So um, I really appreciate you guys being here today. Y'all are extremely helpful. Uh, this is really good insight. Um, I did actually get some responses when I had announced what this was going to be that people were really excited to to hear from both of y'all uh, and hear hear what y'all's positions are like and get some different perspectives. So, um, and I know y'all are busy, so I appreciate the time you were able to take away to to come come sit and chat with us today. So. Uh, my partner's probably uh, ready to strangle you right now. <laughs> send my deepest apologies. <laughs> I'll send I'll send a fruit basket. Uh, <laughs> Um, before everybody leaves, I'm going to send a follow up with a recording. Um, feel free to forward that to anybody that wasn't able to be here that wants to see it. And just one quick and sort of minor announcement. What I'm doing is I'm taking uh, these sessions and I'm taking all the old sessions uh, and going back to the WLI and I'm putting them on the stream channel. Um, so from RushNet, if you click the nine button menu in the top left and click on stream, there will be a, a, a professional learning network channel. If you just click on that, all the videos will be right there. Um, so hopefully that makes it a little bit easier for people to track down the old videos. So I'll send the link out to that as well. And last thing, I'm going to pop the survey into the chat if anybody wants to do it right now before they forget. Um, that'll There will be a link to it in the email also. Um, I really do read those, and that is how I get some of the ideas for, for what, what you guys would find useful. So make sure to fill that out. So, all right. Well, really appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good day. Appreciate it. Thanks.